1: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash business gold
3: card. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream.
0: three-year peak, 20 points per game, 14 rebounds per game, two and a half blocks per game, 19,000 career points and counting, only player ever to win defensive player of the year three years in a row, eight-time All-Star, two-time block champ, eight-time All-NBA, five-time All-Defense, five-time Rebounding champ, 2020 NBA champ, 2004-05, all-rookie, three-time defensive player of the year. Bro, that's not oh, top man, 75,
6: bro. dog. That's that's on, a whole bro. book of accolades, bro. What are we talking bro? about? We talking yes, about? Man.
5: And then he was one of the people that I was talking about that was left off that list. That man top 75.
6: What up, world? It's your boy, Stack 5. Another episode of What's Burning. My brother, Matt Barnes, is off-tending to the boys. Someone playing basketball, doing his dad thing as he does. I got my homie, my partner in crime, Jamal Crawford, Mr. Cross over here, hosting with me today. What's up, doggy?
0: What's up, my guy?
6: Prime. Hey, we back at Prime. it. We back we at, back it at it. showtime.
0: We back at it. we back at it. Hey, hey, hey. We got to give more what they asking for. A Little Seymour, what's up? Hey. <laughs>
6: <laughs> A little Seymour, give. Already here you go. Already right, man. Let's get. Straight. Hey, let's get to it, man. With the status check, Warriors in Dallas, man. Warriors are one game away from going back to the finals. I, had a, I said they was going to win the series. You know, Steph had another 30-point game, his seventh playoff 30-point uh, game. Clay came in big the second half. You know, Clay still trying to get his field, but he, he had his big shots. The pool man, I, I know he finna get this bag. We said this, and I, I know me and Matt said this. I expect Luca to come out and have a big game. He's one of the best players in the league, but he has no supporting cast. And for me, some of the guys that should be playing on the sideline saying they hurt, but they running up and down the sideline like coaches. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't understand what's going on over there, man. Luke, I know it's a lot of pressure on Luka, but it's no way. That I, it's not a second that I thought that they was going to get out this series, man, because the Warriors have too much experience. Clay, Stephan, and Draymond are finally back together. What we've been looking to see for the last few years with Clay being out. So, I mean, it's no way that they get out this series. But I said Luka was going to do his job, man, but it's just too much over there in Golden State.
0: Luke is doing his job stack, but if you look at it, where's the support coming from? We know Brunson's gonna give us some support. We know Dinwiddie's gonna give us some support. I'm looking for everybody else because when Golden State won years ago with strength in numbers, they may be even more deep now. Whenever Andrew Wiggins is your fourth option, you got a championship level team. And, and like you said, I'm watching the first two games, I didn't see Clay really in rhythm. They were winning those games without playing in rhythm, right? He had a good third quarter game one, but to get him in rhythm, get Wiggins playing how he's playing, and some things Wiggins is doing right now, picking up Luca full court, messing yeah. with him, wearing him down, frustrating him. The first game, Luca was frustrated with his teammates off of little things because he was frustrated with what was going on in the game. And it's good to see the Warriors back. A lot of people said they wouldn't get back. The league has changed. Uh, to see them, they hear those whispers as well. They got championship pedigree. And to see where they're going be a game away from the finals, I think the league is better when the Warriors are doing well.
6: Yeah, I agree. I was one of those people early on in his career. I was real hard on Wiggins. You know, I went at him in the media a couple of times. But I'm the same person that'll kill you and give you props. He being the dog right now. And I mean, on, on the defensive end, he taking the challenge, and he's being the player that the Warriors needed. Both of us on the floor. Not really worrying about the ball too much, but making plays, getting tip dunks, and guarding the best player. Uh, like I said, I killed him before, but I'm giving him his props. He a big, he a big reason why they winning right now. But, Jamal, when the last time you went 0 for 10 from the three-point line?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure I went over 10. If I went over 10, I'm going three for 13. I'm shooting the next three. I ain't nothing, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Jack, ain't nothing stop me. I ain't losing confidence, but I'm getting closer to getting hot. But what hey. you did, <laughs> hey, what you said with Wiggins was a huge point. And what you said, you didn't kill him. You was being real. You saw he yeah. had a potential. You saw he had talent and you wanted to harness that and come out. He needed Golden State just as much as Golden State needed him. And they needed each other. And, and Wiggins was getting to a point where everybody saw the talent. He needed to see Steph and Clay and the preparation and being around that championship DNA and see what that felt like. See Draymond, see how they work every single day. Even a guy like Iguodala, he's not playing right now. Championship pedigree, he knows what it takes. Wiggins needed that, and for them to meet each other right now, it was the perfect time. He's balling, he's doing well, and we got to tip our hat to him.
6: It was good to see a lot of those things at the game. We also see Mark Cuban and uh and Wayne make up. But um, I, I I just don't think uh, – Dallas has enough, man. It's gonna be hard. 03 what you think what you think is gonna happen game four? is it's gonna end in Dallas or are they gonna go back to uh go to state and have, I mean San Francisco is going to have to close it up?
0: You know what? Naturally, I can see you kind of taking your foot off the gas a little bit. Let's end it at home. Let's let our fans kind of celebrate this championship. I had Dallas winning one uh before the final before the Western Conference final started. I still have them winning one. I think they win this one game. But then it comes down to Dallas. they be like, man, you know what? We didn't come back from 3-0. Let's just chill here. We ain't gotta go travel. You know, but Luka got hard. I know he's going to show up. I know he got pride. J.K. is their leader. He's where all the experience is coming from. I see Dallas winning one game.
6: Where do we rank this on the Warriors? You know, they got championship already. Is this their most historic one? I mean, with everything they've gone through, Clay being injured, everybody. Uh, they started the playoffs with Steph injured. Draymond got kicked out of the game. Like, it's a lot been going on already. Is this their? Because this might be their last run.
0: You know what? I don't know if it's their most historic one, but I think it'll be their most appreciated one. Right. Because they're not young anymore. They're not surprised right. nobody no more. They they got hit on the chin and like a true champion, they bounced back. They showed that you can have peaks and valleys. Clay's been injured since then. Guys are getting a little bit older. The league's getting a little bit better. You know, guys are, you know, playing and and, and catching up a little bit more. So they hear all those whispers. Uh Steph hears those whispers. Obviously, him being the center of what they're doing, I think this will be their most appreciated championship if they could pull it off.
6: For Luca, if they don't, if they don't make it out of this series, what they, what they need to do with, with him and, and to bring in for, to Dallas for him to be successful going forward?
0: Get some more help. I don't know if you watched TNT yesterday, but Chuck rode in on a horse. I said, man, that's Luca right now. He's riding in on a horse just carrying Chuck, carrying all this weight. They got to get him some help. If they get him some help, some real help, I don't mean regular season help. I mean playoff help. Jalen Brunson's a stud. Denwood, we need a little bit more from He got a whole lot of game, uh, but the playoffs have been kind of up and down for him. If they can get him a bona fide second star, I'm not going to say any names, but if they can get him a bona fide type second star, I think his game will grow. But this is good for Luca, being 23 years old and seeing there's levels to greatness, right? Steph Curry's been great for a long time. There's no better person for you to see in a playoff series, especially to get to the finals.
6: No team has ever come back 0-3, so we'll see what happens. Next segment, on the radar by DraftKings. Here are the odds presented to you by DraftKings on how many games this series will go. Me, personally, it's over and four. Man, y'all heard that? That's balls. Four games, minus 110. Five games, plus 160. Six games, plus 1,000. Seven games, plus 850. What you think, Ma?
0: I'm going five games. I think they get one game. You being nice. You being
6: nice, dog.
0: I'm being nice, but I, I just think they only going to all they have for that one game. It's at home. They got to do their fans some justice. I'm, I'm going one game. They get one win. Five game series,
6: man. The chef and them have been in this position too many times, man. They got to go and get them boys up out of here. Four oh, they games, absolutely, man.
0: they absolutely smell blood. Ain't no doubt about it, Jack. Ain't no doubt.
6: All right, let's move on to uh, the Heat versus, uh, versus Boston game. Going seven, they're going seven games plus one hundred plus six game, uh, six games plus one thirty five and five games plus six hundred. This series, Maul, how many games you got it going?
0: I'm going seven. I think this one's going the distance. It's just I can't figure out. Who's the better team right now, Jack? I know who's better offensively in Boston. I know who's better defensively in Miami. But with health and availability, I'm going seven. It's a toss-up. Flip a coin. What you want, heads or tails?
6: Uh, I mean, I got to agree with you on that, bro. I, my question earlier: this series has been so up and down, I can't really tell who's going to win or who's going to play. Somebody go down every two, you know, two seconds. So it's, it's going to be up for grabs. But if I had to make a bet, I'd go seven games plus 100.
0: Yeah, I would too. I think that's a
6: good bet. Safe money. Safe money. Now it's time for our third edition of Showtime's Next 75. We're naming the 75 underappreciated hoopers of all time. Gotta shed a light on them.
0: Today we're going to be talking about 2,000 Soups, me and Stax here.
6: Joining us today is one of the best players from our era, our brother, T-Mac, Tracy McGrady. What's up, bro?
5: Man, it's good to be on y'all platform, bro. What's going on with y'all?
6: Man, happy to have you on the show, man. Happy early birthday, too, dog.
5: <laughs> I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, Getting young, man. I'm getting younger. You're getting
6: wiser, Mac. You're getting wiser. That's all that
5: is. That too.
6: Hey, we also got an announcement to make, dog. Not only is it your birthday, we want to welcome you to the Showtime family. T-Mac is officially a part of the Showtime family now, so welcome, bro.
5: Yeah, man. I appreciate it. I was looking forward to this.
6: It's so
0: dope. Mac, can you explain what OBL is and what you're trying to build?
5: So what I'm building, uh, fellas, is... Really a league, a platform uh that creates opportunity for a lot of these hoopers that really untapped. As you all know, it's a lot of underground one-on-one leagues out here, a lot of great skills out here that is not playing in the NBA. Uh, some of these guys played college ball, they get the opportunity to, to play professional basketball, but they still got that drive and love the game. Some people try to create one-on-one leagues, but I think the way I'm doing it, with adding that ranking system brings a different mm-hmm. dynamic to the game. And I think, you know, the, the players so far of being on this platform, they love it, man. Um, great skill set, great competition. The, the exposure that these cats can get that they've probably never gotten before is, is something that for me, because I know, you know, where I come from and how my story is. Right. right. Nothing nothing really changed for me as a player. I just got on a bigger platform, a national platform. For me, what changed and and really made me who I, I became was getting an invite to the, the Adidas Camp, national ranked uh high school basketball platform. And prior to that, no one knew who the heck I was as right. a basketball player. That changed my whole world of getting on a nationally ranked platform. So I look at some of these, these cats that are out here, like I talked about, that love the game of basketball, creating that platform for them, giving them the opportunity to showcase their skill set and make a name for themselves and build a legacy or create one. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm all about. I want to change their lives because I know how my life got changed and somebody gave me that opportunity and I took advantage of that. And that's where I stand with OBL.
6: Hey, two, two questions. First, first, we, uh, Showtime, we, we appreciate you starting the league and we love being a part of it. But I want you to explain, uh, tell people the definition of OBL, what it, what it stands for, and also where do you see it in a few years?
5: So, OBL stands for One's Basketball League. And in a few years, I'm looking for OBL to be global. You know, it, it's so many doors that I can knock down with this league that to me, I, I think it should be a global platform that guys get that recognition for their skill set. I'm looking forward to be part of All-Star Weekend. The slam dunk contest is just not it. I mean, it's a hit or miss, you know, some some weeks, uh, some years, I should say. Um, I'm looking forward to be a part of the Olympics, which was, you know, you got three on three, why not one on one? Let's find out who the best in the world. And if if it doesn't get into the Olympics, creating the model for OBL here in North America, whatever that model is, we then go and sell that model to different countries so they can identify who their rule of the court is. And we can create through OBL, we can create our own Olympics. It doesn't have to be in the, you know, the, the big Olympics. We create OBL Olympics on our own. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. You're changing the game once
0: again. Obviously, you changed it on the court and we'll get into that later on. But you guys have been in different cities now. What have you noticed, style of play wise, from city to city? What, tell me about Chicago versus. You know, Houston or a different place. What's the style of play from these different cities?
5: When you look at it, Atlanta was more of a a brute style of basketball. Okay, Um, not really highly skilled guys, but it was just more of you know being a brute, muscling. (laughs) Chicago showed a ray of skills. Not only that, finish game, man. The D rolls, finish game. (laughs) uh, Listen, man, Chicago. You already know is is right. a, as a tough you know city anyway, but their their mental is different. Like they yeah. they, they way different. Uh, but the skill set was really high. Houston, Houston was very competitive. Skill set was was on another level as well. But if I had to choose, you know which one out of those three cities was probably the best I see, I go Houston and Chicago. Uh, pretty high skill sets. In those cities, but the, the the toughness and the trash talking, Chicago man, it, it was yeah. it was on a whole another level. And we're in New York next weekend, so you can imagine if Chicago Ooh. was like that, what the city's gonna be in New York? Ex- exactly.
6: Yeah, I I had two youngins, uh, little Boos and another little kid, play uh, here in Atlanta, man, and and it, he said, man. All the guards was big, was big, man. It was nothing. I can do. <laughs> all, the, all, all the guards was too big, man. There's nothing I can do. But it, uh, it was it was a great experience for him, T Mac. I, I appreciate that because I, I play with these young guys at LA Fitness every week, and, and you can tell these get these kids hungry. But coming back in the gym after experiencing that, man, they had a different glow on them.
5: No, that's what it's about, bro. Um, you know, just just create opportunities for these cats, man. Because I, I know how much they love to play this game. And I know the impact that it has on us, you know what I'm saying? As, as, as kids that grew up in certain areas, that, that's our way out. That's what we love to do. That's our safe haven. So, um, to give these guys an opportunity only, you know, it's, it's only right because of how I got to where I am today.
4: Terms and conditions apply. at and connects in an Ode to
3: Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.
6: We talk about OBL being in New York next week. We talk about some talent. We're going to see some some all kinds of some Jamal Crawford, some ball handling going on in New right. York. But, you, but also, are you excited about the fight, the Tank Davis fight? I am.
5: Tank got them hands. And, you know, I've watched a couple of his fights. Uh, but to be able to see them hands... You know, go at it in, in person is going to be on a whole another level. I'm gonna have a, a probably a newfound respect for for my guy after that fight, but I'm definitely looking forward. But going back to um a Chicago uh, JC, a kid from Kalamazoo won it. I don't know if you know that mm. from Cal- uh. Kalamazoo, Michigan won it. Yeah, he drove two and a half hours, bro and he won and he won't we tell you who he played like he played like Brandon Jennings and he looks like Brandon Jennings
0: hey and Mac Mac I saw wow. I saw him sitting in the chair when you were standing next to him and when he was sitting there he won his face was still business like he came down on a business trip I felt that energy even looking at the picture
5: so that's crazy Listen, to say that man, that man had a game like Brandon Jennings he was crafty he was lefty looked like Ooh, he, was, he was nice he was giving him the business out there bro when I see his skill set was on another level he, he's highly skilled. Wow. And, I, and I know you're from Seattle, but you know you got ties to Michigan. That's why I brought that up.
0: No, nah, absolutely. And, and I know for you doing OBL, for you and being who you are, you like to see the skill set more than just backing you down, huh? You want to see the skill. Let me, let me see why you're special. Let me see why you're crafty. And I know that was exciting for you to watch a young Brandon Jennings on the street. I like
5: that. That's very important to me because I look at – when you look at the league right now, Look at look at the European players. Look right. at Luka, look at Jokic, mm-hmm. right? They can't jump over a phone book, but they, they some of the most talented and highly skilled guys in our league. And, and they're going to be that way because they you can't speed them up, right? No. You can't get under their skin. They're, they're tough. They've been playing pro basketball since they was 10 years old. <laughs> so right. Right. These, these guys know how to play, man. They they could beat you with their mind and, 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 and their skills. Absolutely. Skills pay yeah. the bills.
6: Yes, sir. Well, let's get into these 2,000 hoops. Me and Ma came into the league in 2000. Mac, you signed with Orlando in 2000. First thoughts of the top 75 list. What's your first thoughts?
5: Um, I mean, it's, it, you know, top 75, that's <laughs> that, That's tough, bro. You know, and, and anytime you put on a list like that with, you know, the, the, the great players that come through our league, somebody's going to get left off. That's just what it is. You know, you're going to leave some great players off. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm pretty fun with the list. I, I just thought some of the guys that are still playing, you know, with the exclusive of LeBron James, that's a no-brainer. KD, it's a no-brainer. But some, no of the, brainer. some of the guys that, that Steph, are still yeah. I, I I still think they got a little bit more time. And Steph as well. Like, those are mm-hmm. no-brainers. Mm-hmm. But there's some question marks on there that I thought, you know, some guys that didn't make it should be in there. So, my question for y'all is,
0: when you think of 2000s basketball, like, what's the first thought that comes to mind, Stacking, Matt? To me,
5: I think of perimeter dominance. Like, yeah. That, that's what I think. <laughs> perimeter dominance, bro. Right. Because <laughs> the wing right. breaks back then. I mean, even you, you two guys, Stack, like, man, look, every night, you had to, you had to put it down. You had a hell of a matchup every night, bro, on that wing.
6: No nights off. I, I said that when I when I went to the East, you know, I was like, Man, listen, bro. Y'all don't know what I was going through in San Antonio every night, bro. On that wing, it was a problem every night, dog. I, I tell people all the time, I said the talent on the wing, you know, you gotta think. It's it's guards now all over the league. It's a lot of small guards, but I'm talking about Tracy, six nine, Kobe. Six, seven, just, then you can deal with guys like Bonzi Wells. You gotta deal with two 250 pound Bonzi Wells every night.
5: Ron Artest.
6: Ron Artest. You know what I'm saying? Like, you dealt, you dealt with some, some animals on that wing, but I'm glad I went through that era because that's what made me T-Mac. That's what yeah. made me. The competition and and, and, and being around all, all y'all and learning from all y'all. I'm competing with y'all every night. I think that's what made me, bro, because I wanted to be great. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't be no punk, bro. Back then, if you was a punk, you was getting exploited, dog. And I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. on, on the court, if you back down in any type of way, you getting exploited. Nowadays, you can see a guy that don't want to compete and they'll kind of they're kind cover him up on the court and they want to exploit him like we used to do.
0: That's right. It's crazy because you know the T-Max, you know the Kobe's, you know the AI's, you know the Paul Pierce's, but a guy like Stacker or, or, or Ron Artest could get at you just as fast. So when I think of the 2000s, I think of no nights off. And you had to guard your matchup. You yeah. were what you guarded. Like you had, yeah. if you was a point guard, you had to guard a point guard. If you was a two guard, you had to guard a guard or two. And the best guard the best every single night. So the competition level, to me, it was like a men's league. That's how I think of it, it was a men's league. The grown man was going at it every single night and we learned to be yeah. that, so.
5: Yeah, it was absolutely unbelievable. Listen, that era—I mean, we could talk about the obvious, right—the the, the the perennial, perennial All Stars. But when you start looking at, you know, the pages Stojakovic that you got to guard, like, God, we're talking about some tough matchups. And for me, you know, I was guarding power forwards, I was guarding small forwards, I was guarding two guards and point guards, guarding AI, guarding, you know, Baron Davis, bro. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Ray Allen. Right, right, right. <laughs> Listen, Catino Mobley. Man, come on, right. bro. <laughs> come on, yeah, bro. That was tough, bro.
6: So, question for both of you guys. T Mac, I start with you. Who give me three of the best one-on-one players in the two thousands?
0: Outside the obvious, though, Matt, Come on, we know yeah. you. We know Cole Outside you,
6: the
5: obvious. Yeah. Um I just named one, Catino Mobley. Yep. Cat Cap Cat was a problem, bro. Right? I'm going to give y'all another one that was pretty tough. Monster Mash. <laughs> Ooh,
6: oh <my>. man. <laughs> hey, Mash. Mash was so hey, called. Hey,
5: monster monster sound. Yeah, Monster Mash was a problem, bro. And we talk, and we talking not the obvious, so I put Monster Mash in there. And thirdly, come on, I mean, you're a one-on-one you player. I ain't even going to put you in there, bro, because that's what you do, though. Got to. appreciate it. Stack, I'll throw you in there. You, you was a tough guard. You know You know why you was a tough guard? Because I couldn't block his shot. Because you put Man. that joint all the way behind your head, and it's hey, slow Matt, as hell, Matt, bro. Wasn't he so at peace with his game? Like, you blocking this look, sure. It's like, oh, shit, you can't do nothing about <laughs> this. I ain't going you, but like, it was so slow, bro. And all you right. throwing that thing behind your head, you couldn't block it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you talk, what, you average twenty in the lead, right, bro? Yeah. Yeah, man. years, about five years. Yeah, he absolutely did. You was really tough in Charlotte. You and you and Gerald what's 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 his buddy name? Gerald side. Wallace. Crash. Yeah, yeah, Gerald Wallace. Y'all, y'all was tough. They was tough. you was tough I'ma, together in Charlotte. I'ma give you yeah, I'm three. This that, that's, that's
0: not like T Mac, Kobe, AI. I'm gonna give you and not D-Wade, I'm gonna give you three. I'm gonna go with Gilbert Arenas. Whew. Tough. I'm gonna go with Baron. Tough and I'm going to go with Steve Francis because they had one shake where a whole Tough. side was clear for Tough. you. You had a whole side just clear for you, and you on an island. And, and, and Rudy T just letting them dribble. So I'm going to go with them three I had to guard in the 2000s. What about Tough. you, Steph?
6: If I had to give you three and I can't name y'all, one I'm going to go with because he got my respect, Brandon Roy. Uh, Oof, I, yeah. I got to go Brandon Roy. Tough. I gotta, yeah. Man, he was a problem, dog. He gave me problems, dog. Yeah. I would have to go to Karan Butlows tough. Yeah, Karan Butler, he, he, you know, he he wasn't just a the crossover type of guy, but he was just he just can get a bucket. Yeah, and and somebody else who who had one on one game, but it wasn't flashy. But he got twenty two thousand points, and they know I always talked about him on the show. Antoine James, the dog. Oh, he used I knew to get he was about buckets. To
0: say all day. He had get bug- all game, bro. And got it done.
6: A bucket. He got it done. <laughs> he did. He was a bucket. But what you done, said, dog? But would you say he's one on one though? He, uh, he was more of a garbage man, but he got buckets. Right, that's what I'm saying. So in Golden State he got buckets. And Golden State, they was going to him when he was in Golden State. He was getting buckets. Fifty balls. Fifty, 50 balls. Yeah. He was getting fifty <laughs> balls.
5: As a matter of fact, I think he I think he had I think he had fifty back to back.
0: He did. Yeah, he back. did. He one did. of them against the Lakers. He did.
5: Yeah, he got buckets. And and that's crazy because the man got 22,000 points, bro. JC, yeah. you got twenty. You got 20,000 too, don't you? They robbed me, Mac. They robbed
0: me. They took the last two years from me. I only needed 486 <laughs> points, but they got me. They got oh, me. Mac. I, was, right there. I that, was sick, too. I was sick. I ain't going to lie. I ain't never talked about it. I was sick. I was 486 points away from 20,000.
5: I thought you was going to hit it, They got you, Mo. They got you.
0: They got me. Hey, hey I could have I sat on the bitch and played... Five minutes. Give me three points a game. I'm going to ease into this 20,000. Yeah. They, they got it from me. They got it
5: from yeah, me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Reaching that 20 is special, man. I didn't reach it.
0: But you did everything else, averaging 32, 7, and 6 and 23. But, Matt, let me ask you this. That's a whole other story. Hey, I got Mac on my wall right now. <laughs> <whole it>. <laughs> right. That's a whole other story. That's a whole other whole whole story, whole story right now, dog. Story. Hey, <laughs> but, Matt, let me ask you this, bro, because you got so many signature moves, right? You got your <laughs> hand dribble. You got the behind the back when you put it in front of their face. You got the off the backboard in the glass. Two part question. One, what's your favorite signature move? And two, what signature moves do you like of others that's either playing now or played in the past that you was like, oh that's nice. I ain't did that there's, one. That's nice.
5: There is nothing greater than a hesi pull up, bro. Man. I stole no, that from you back. Yeah. Greater than a hezzy pull up. Everyone is using a hezzy. Everybody. Right? Because it 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 sets up other moves. Right, and that's why I came up with it because you just don't know if I'm a if if, if I'm you know rocking you to sleep to cross you over or rocking you to sleep to pull up on you or rocking you to sleep or keep it in my left hand and go by you or yeah. go between the left. like you you just don't know I like I created so many moves just out of the hesitant
0: out of that yeah yeah and then what, what 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 moves you like from other guys signature moves that you've seen over the years
5: yeah it is so many your joint that you did going between your legs, you went, like you did something crazy with the Bulls one time when you coming um, down and the back. down yeah, here yeah. and you go behind the back, like that's that's crazy in itself.
6: He had he had one too where he went through the legs into a hop step. Yep, that yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. That was the one, that was
6: the one, come full speed and, and the hitch, it was more like, like kind of
5: like bring the ball over your head or something? Yeah, yep. exactly, right? exactly.
6: Yeah. Hey,
5: yeah, making up on yeah. the fly,
6: man. I was making up on the fly out
5: there
0: <laughs> yeah. freestyling. Every day was Freestyle Friday for me. I was just making it up as I went. Hey, but Stack, Stack, little known story, little known story. I hit T-Mac because we was tight. We still are tight, but we was tight, and I hit him like, yo, I want to get better. You're the best. Can I come work out with you? And he was so gracious, him and his family, and they let me stay in the house and everything, and... As soon as I dropped my bags, we right in the gym.
6: Oh, uh, excuse me, excuse me. The, the old house, not the new house. Get that the jacket. old house. The yeah, old house. Yeah, the the house. The new yeah. one got okay, a court, too. The new
7: one got a court, too. Okay, two. okay, okay.
0: But I saw him hang dribble, and I stole the hang dribble from him and Kobe. I saw him and Kobe do it first, no doubt about it. And I was doing it with the left hand. And when we were working out, Mac showed me how to do it with the right hand. And the thing that struck me about T-Mac is if you watch him from a distance, you be like, damn, man, he scores so easy. Everything's so easy. He can go to sleep and average 50 before a game. The thing about him I didn't know is how hard he worked. This dude was working out three times a day. He's on the track at 4 in the morning. He's back in the gym at 10 in the morning. Back in the weight room at 12. Back shooting at nighttime. And you would never know that. I ain't going to lie, Mac. And I ain't never told you this. I thought it was going to be some easy workouts. I really did. I said, he's easy. I just want to steal some moves from him. My man's working out so hard, I'm like, man, I'm dying over here. But I got better because
6: of it. And I appreciate you for that. His mannerisms and the person we know and his workout does not go together, dog. At all. He he cooled his shit off the court, but his workout is super intense.
0: My man was obsessed, bro. Like, he was obsessed. And I'm like, damn, okay. That's why he's as great as he is. It wasn't just the talent. It wasn't the God-given ability. He pushed it all the way to the limit with that God-given ability. And that's why he's T-Man.
5: Yeah, no, that's what man. it was, man. It was um, for me in the off season, like because I never showed like how I work work out. I'm, right, you know, y'all know me, man. I'm just laid back. I'm cool. I ain't all of, I ain't all about the show. I don't care if you see. I don't care if, if you, you don't or think, not. If you think I work out or not, it, it, that doesn't matter because that's what people were saying. Like, oh, he's lazy. He's this. He's, okay. Man, all right. trust me. That's bro. That's what I did in the off season. How – how are you lazy? It, it, how are you lazy? You don't work hard to be able to accomplish what I accomplished in my career. What are you saying there about is. those? What are you saying about those that do accomplish, you know, uh, scoring titles and, and, and take their team to, to, to win championships and all these personal accolades that catch? What are you saying about them? Just because you see it, right? Cause they show it to you. To me, it's, it's just a slap in the face. How you spit on somebody. You know what I'm saying, and, and and you don't even know, you don't see what I do, but yet you want to put a label that I don't work hard. Bring your ass on over, right? Bring, come come on and work out with me. You'll see. Man, it was
6: crazy. <laughs> I
0: couldn't believe it. Stack, I was there for a week. I cannot believe it. When when did
6: you develop the hang dribble though? Did you have it in high school? I say my first year with the Magic.
5: First okay. First year with the Magic. That's when I developed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. 'Cause I, I I was always a left to right crossover type guy. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? So I love to do the left to right crossover. But then I was like, oh shit. Start trying different things out. There it was. Bang. Brand yeah. you right into my shot and it just felt comfortable. It's like, oh, Everybody this is has it.
6: Developed that. Everybody this has is
0: developed it. That in their game. It's actually one of the most unguardable moves ever. It makes guys unguardable. When you see yeah. when you see Kevin Durant. Right, when you're seeing Cole, you see Mac, you see myself, Kyrie's doing it. Like you that think about it. I just say everybody from six eleven to seven feet down to six one is doing that move. They're putting it in their their teaching moments, right? I'm teaching kids now and I teach them to hang dribble. So the utmost respect to you for that.
6: Yes, sir. All right, now, now let's get into this next seventy-five two thousands list, man. Let's get up. First up, we got Ooh, yo, family. Yo, your family member. Three-year peak, 26 points per game, six rebounds per game, four assists per game, 25K career points, 22nd all-time, 11 straight seasons, average of 20 or more, eight-time All-Star, 1998-99 rookie of the year, 2000 All-NBA, half-man, half-amazing, somebody who I was terrified of at night, <laughs> Vince Carter.
0: Matt, what's it like having front-row seat to the Vince Carter show in Toronto? Man, let me tell you something,
6: bro he should have been in the top 75 okay. you, ain't no doubt about it both of them both of them stack no question
5: my second year in the league bro this dude came in as a rookie and mind you like I, I've seen this stuff in high school because I played on the junior team Florida and he was on the older team so I played I always played before him in the summertime and I used to just sit in the stands and watch this cat and I couldn't believe my eyes what this high school dude was doing like I thought I was good but I'm like, oh, different jump level out of the gym. It's just a, right. it's a whole nother level. And I'm going to tell you what y'all probably don't know. This man broke his right wrist in the state finals, bro, and dropped 35 with the left hand. Mac, you know why, that makes, all, you know why you that, know that makes all the
0: sense in the world? Because now he
5: shoot left-hand threes. That's
0: where it came from? Oh, bro, it's effortless. It, it looks just like his right. That's wow. talent. That sounded like Top 75 to me.
5: It was a highlight reel. Every game, it was a highlight reel. I I, I couldn't believe this man came and took the league by storm as a rookie like that. And I, you know, I'm still trying to find my way. I'm sitting back, got front row seats, and I'm just loving every bit of it. Right. Top 75, easy. Both of y'all. They may be the only
0: only family members that should be in the Top 75, Jack. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, not not exactly. (laughs) Ron Artest, three-year peak, 18 points per game, five rebounds, four assists per game, 2004 Defensive Player of the Year, youngest defensive player winner since Michael Jordan in 1988. Question for the group. Best defender you guys ever
5: faced? Ron's up there. He, he's at the top of that yeah. list. I don't have enough information to be like, well, no, nah, Ron did a better job than this guy. He's on the list. I'll no say doubt. He's definitely on the list. He just it's long arms, strong hands. I figured Rod out very early. Cause I I used to sit there and try to dance with him, <laughs> just play around, around with him. Very early. Very early. Very early. I can't play with this guy. No, you cannot. I cannot because he's not going for any of this. Any of my face. The, like he, he it, it, it's like. That left hand. Move, whatever move I try to put on him, he got that long, Strong ass left hand. He's just gonna stick that. <laughs> like if you try to cross over, <laughs> and then he gonna put it on. He gonna put it on you. You ain't gonna be able to move, right? Right like, now, nah, he he was a problem. I had to figure him out early.
6: Yeah, that's my brother. though. He a one time All Star. Two two thousand three, two thousand four All NBA. Two thousand ten NBA champ. Nineteen ninety nine, two thousand All Rookie. Two thousand three Defensive Player of the Year. Of course, four time All Defensive Team. A lot of a lot of stuff during the game and, and, and being misunderstood kept him away from a lot of his accolades because yeah. Ron was definitely one of the best defenders in the league and one of the best two-way players to ever play this game. Because if, wow. if you know if you know anything about Ron, I played with him, and I've seen him dominate both sides of the game against some of the top teams in the league. And everybody knows that played the game in our time, Ron was top ten player in the league the whole, the whole time when he was locked in, he was top ten player in the league.
0: Stack, if yes. you guys go through it, y'all win a championship in Indiana.
6: Yes, I think so. Oh, oh
5: yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because with, with, with run, if they're a seven game series, if you're a player, you may have two in a possible efficient game. Like he's, yes. he's gonna he's gonna make you take twenty five shots to get twenty five points. Like no doubt about <laughs> like, it. <laughs> he was that type of dude. Like, you you probably would have been efficient to or uh, in a possible in a seven-game series.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Depp, should have made it. Next up, we got Rasheed Wallace. His three-year peak was 18 points per game, eight rebounds per game, 16K career points, four-time All-Star, 2004 NBA champ, 1995-96 All-Rookie. But none of that can sum up who Rasheed Wallace was. Talk to us, T-Mac.
5: Probably the most talented big man I've ever seen. Man, Matt, you saying something, man. You saying something. You saying something. Probably most talented. I I I don't even know what else to add on that. Probably the most talented, skillful big man I've ever seen, bro. He had it all. He had it all. And like I was talking about Vince shooting left hand, she was the same way, bro. Mm -hmm. Same way. I I man, look. I used to come like going to Portland to show up to shoot around and we'll come on the court and I'll see she coming off the court. She'd have on some sweatpants and some Tim's on. Yeah. I'm looking (laughs) like, this man just don't give a damn, dog. Hey, Max,
0: Max, to add on to what you said, my rookie year, we played Carl Malone, Chris Weber, Kevin Garnett, um, Tim Duncan, and Rasheed. And we're on one of our West Coast trips. And I said, you know what? She's as talented as any of them. It was unbelievable to see him in person, to see how effortless the game was, how easy it was. He wasn't even playing for numbers, none of that. Like, he was just playing to win. And he was so cold. Great team player. Cold. Next up, we got Chris Webber. Three-year peak, 25 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists, 17,000 career points. Five-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA, 1993-94 Rookie of the Year. 1998-99, 1998-99, TRB champ, 1993-94, all-rookie team, and now newly crowned Hall of Famer. One of the most skilled bigs ever, fellas?
5: Oh, without a doubt. I ain't, no, ain't yeah. no doubt about that. Can shoot, can passing big man, very, very uh, smart basketball player. I mean, Webb had it all, too. Yeah, he
6: did. Hey right, man, it's to see Webb has 17K, Man, that makes me feel great about my career having 13. Because Webb was a problem. Oh, like, was. Oh, the, oh th- to see how dominant he was and how cold he was, killing all. He was going against them, the top boys in the league, KG, Tim Duncan, Al Rashid, and, and still doing work. Like, like that, that. That said a lot for me about uh hey. a, 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 about him, dog. He he held his own in the time where bit the, the the four spot was. You pr- was in trouble every night, dog. Let
5: me tell you something about what. You ever should see Webb hands? Oh my God! His
0: hand? Like no, Michael see, Jordan's hands.
5: See, <laughs> I have. might have the, what you have it. Oh like man, that. bro! See, where I've got the biggest hands, bro. I thought I had some big hands, man. That's why he popped the ball, gorilla. <laughs> yes, sir. It like that. Oh <laughs> man, he got he got some mittens, bro. gorilla dunking it,
6: right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, next up, we got. Yao Ming, as you know, your former teammate, three year peak was twenty one points per game, nine rebounds per game, two blocks, eight time all star, five time all NBA, 3 all rookie. I was the first person to dunk on Yao Ming in preseason when he came to the league. Yeah, that was me. I got the footage. But T Mac, <laughs> if this T Mac, if this dude wouldn't have been hurt, please oh talk about God. how good he was. Championship uh, was good. It, it, it,
5: man. Yeah, I was highly skilled, man. Seven five. Seven five, fellas. Had left That's hand, right hand jump hook, shoot the mid-range, 85%, 88% free throw shooter, can pass the ball. Like, y- y'all had, he had it all, bro, on the offensive end. It was unguardable.
0: Dwight Howard, next up, three-year peak, 20 Gosh. points per game, 14 rebounds per game, two-and-a-half blocks per game, 19,000 career points and counting. only player ever to win defensive player of the year three years in a row. Eight time All Star, two time Block Champ, eight time All NBA, five time All Defense, five time Rebounding Champ, 2020 NBA Champ, 2004 05 All Rookie, three time Defensive Player of the Year. Fellas, T Mac, you were in Orlando. You saw this up close and personal. How good was Dwight in his prime? And shouldn't he be on the
6: 75? Bro, that's not top 75, dog. That's that's a whole book of accolades, bro.
5: What are we talking about? Right. Come on, bro. They, 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 and then he was one of the people that I was talking about that was left off that list. That man top 75, bro. Stop. Stop yeah. with the, the personal, personal attack. Personal beefs, right? Yeah, yeah so that's like, crazy. On, bro. For eight years, this man, the most dominant big man in the game, bro. Most dominant big man in the game. And it's stop, not even stop, close. Not even close. Stop playing with this man, bro. I, I get, you know, all the personal stuff. I get all the, the distractions and all that stuff. But when it came to basketball and the productivity, what he gave Orlando for eight solid years, that's top 75. Let's stop playing with him, bro.
6: Come on, man. His first Dwight,
5: ballot on, Hall man. of Famer. He should have been top 75. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all giving, robbing all this praise. I mean, man, come on, man. Man. Dwight they top told
4: 75. They, 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 they totally disrespected I get I, I Howard, upset. Dog.
5: I get upset over stuff like that because all that, the, the politics come into play, and that's all, that's bullshit. And one yeah, thing I
0: hate, man. one thing I hate is they always try to bring up the end. Like what about the what about the first fifteen years this dude done gave you? you don't try to bring sure. up the end because you got something yeah. personal with him. He's top seventy five okay. easy.
5: I, I, man, I have yeah. no respect for the people that left that man off the top seventy five. No respect, right? And a lot of them was players.
6: Oh no, man! The white and a lot, man, a lot of them was, was them
5: players bad. that was on that list that voted. Right. Mm. That's crazy. Crazy.
1: Check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings
2: YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash Business Gold Card. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.
6: Next up, uh, Agent Zero, two-year peak, 28 points per game, 6 assists per game, 4 rebounds per game. Three-time All-Star, 2002-2003 two, three, Most Improved, three-time All-Star. Uh, Hibachi, man, I don't like – that doesn't uh, really say who Hibachi was, bro, because I know from playing against him, and T-Mag, you can you can probably get a test to, us. this dude was a walking bucket. I'm talking about mm. every night. And they can say what they want, but in, while he was in the league, he was basically unguardable too. Yeah, he
5: was unguardable. He was. He was quick, he was strong, and he had a ratchet. And he, shot it, he, <laughs> and he shot it from anywhere, <laughs> and if he got hot, oh, so over. just just pray that
0: your coach sent a double team. Yeah, you felt like you was in an island garden, Gil. You know what I mean? Like he, like Max said, he was fast, he was strong, he could get to the basket. He was a foul magnet. He was shooting three feet behind. He was shooting game winners, turning his back, putting his hands up like he knew what time it was, Montel Jordan style. This is how we do it. He was just partying <laughs> straight like that. So to see Gil you know up close he was so far ahead of his time because if he was doing what he's doing now you could add 35 37 to what he was doing already 28 to 30. he
5: was that's unbelievable that that's a fact Gill in today's game oh oh gosh. my gosh man come on bro oh, it, 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 it wouldn't be fat no he'll put up crazy numbers Gil crazy numbers he probably hit that 70 point mark
0: he you know what he he's 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 got every tool in the in the, in the arsenal to do it that's for sure yeah
5: yeah because he not only could he shoot, he know how to create fouls. Yeah, he
0: did foul line. Yeah, he told me one game when I was playing against him like, Ma, well, Every time it's the bonus just drive, they got a foul. I'm like, yep. "Damn, I didn't think about that." I'm trying to get around him, like, "No, just run into him." They will give you points. I'm like, "Oh, you, you oh, you did figure it out." All right, all right, yeah. I got you. G Hill taught me that. Oh, okay, okay. G Hill. Next G. up, we got Chauncey Billups, three year peak, seventeen points. Per game, seven assists, three rebounds, 41% from three. That's crazy. 17-year pro, just under 16,000 career points, five-time All-Star, three-time All-NBA, two-time All-Defensive player, 2004 NBA champ, 2003-2004 Finals MVP, and somebody I know that T-Mac loves because we were at his house, I asked him about Big Shot. Tell us about Big Shot,
5: Chauncey Billis, Mac. My brother, man. We played together in Toronto. I had West Shot played with Chauncey when I was in my prime. We both was in our prime. He knows how to win. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about a having a coach on the basketball court with you, you know, helping you maneuver through challenging uh-huh. situations. Like, Chauncey was such a cerebral basketball player and, 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 and such a great leader mm-hmm. of, of men. Of men, and yeah. Everywhere he went, once he figured it out, everywhere he went, he won. Yeah. Detroit, he won, Right. Uh, Denver. He won. He's just he he completely changes the complexity of of a basketball team.
0: I had the opportunity to play with Big Shot, and just he was a coach on the floor. He was always a coach. He was always coaching and teaching. I loved his demeanor. No moment was too big. He was never too high or too low. He always kept us center. I, I believe if he was healthy, we won a championship with that Clippers team because his cerebralness, mm-hmm. the respect that he mm-hmm. he demanded. You know, he was always himself. Solid as they come. Still talk to him to this day, and I'm happy to see him coaching, giving back that knowledge to the next generation. He's almost yeah. like uh, a modern-day Dane Willard with how their personalities are and how they play and how they were unflappable. So, love to see those two together now. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, B- Big Shot was one of them point guards that everybody in the league wanted to play with. Everybody, yeah. everybody looked up to, everybody respected, and uh, I got a chance to play with him in the big three. One of the most solid dudes, uh, and like, like I said, every, everybody saw – the leader he was, even though they wasn't on his team. You know what I'm saying? Everybody like, damn, I wish I had a point guard like that. That Because he going to control the game. He kind of like Chris Ball. He, he going to control the game, whatever team or whatever game he playing, and he going to control the game. And that's one thing I respected about Big Shot.
5: Here's how – I'm not even going to say good. Here's how great Chauncey is or was. Although we view him as a solid – like a, a point guard, a true point guard of being a facilitator, leading the team, controlling the tempo, if he needed to get thirty or forty, he,
6: yeah, he' gonna he get it. He can do it.
5: They he can do it. it. I seen it firsthand. We was beating the shit out of uh, Detroit, right? <laughs> when I was with Orlando, got up. This is playoff one. one? Yeah, playoff it. it's one. The playoff. Yep. My man took upon himself. Nah, I've been a, I've been a facilitator for these first four or five games. I need to start scoring. 40, 38, back to back. Wait. Like that, yeah.
6: Ooh, let's start, let's let, let's move on to his teammate, my classmate, uh, somebody who I've seen do work for a long time. He had a three year peak of twenty points per game, four assists per game, four rebound. Fourteen year pro, just under sixteen k career points, three time All Star, two thousand four NBA champ. A lot of players talk about how he was one of the most hardest players to guard. Uh, nobody was in shape like this brother. We are talking about Rip Hamilton, the Mask.
0: Mac, what you remember about matchups with the mask? Rip,
5: Rip City. The most conditioned player on the court. Yes, sir. The man. I know he ran about eight miles, ten miles every game. Slow down, bro. Stop running off these screens, bro. Like,
0: like, like, Rip. Like, is it worth it? What? Is it worth it to shoot all this gas just to get two points? You know Why are you doing
5: yeah, this, bro? Hey, bro. Just, just tell them to give you the ball so you can like yeah, we get can, a couple we can, dribbles in and ISO, and I can guard you that way. Oh, don't have me running through Ben Wallace and Rasheed Wallace bro, hey, to get you a shot off. Two like, chests, bro. You remember that play? Two
0: chests. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Max, I was in my scalp though. I was in my scalp. When I heard two trusts
5: coming down across, hey, you take rip this time. I'm gonna go Tayshawn. You know, Listen, take thank God for Tayshawn being right. on that team so I can guard Tayshon. Cause chase and rip, down hey, DA, you got it, bro. You and Javon, y'all handle that assignment, man. Y'all got that. Man. Man. Uh, that's that's that. why it that that that's so impressive for a guy to move like that for 42. Minutes a game, a game, game. right? And, and think about what Steph is doing right now, right? And still have the efficiency to shoot the ball like that in the fourth quarter. Yeah, hey man, that's incredible. <laughs> and Steph is right. shooting it from further,
0: right? right? Like Rick was running around getting tired during the mid range. Yeah. yeah, is doing it. Hey, give me in a condition drill, have me do three down and backs and shoot a three. Tell me the backboard. Ain't no way. Ain't, ain't no way. <laughs> Next Rip was up, different, man. We got their teammate. This is going down the Pistons line. Ben Wallace, eight points per game, 14 rebounds per game, three block shots, a steal and a half a game. One two players who won Defensive Player of the Year four times with Mount Matumbo. Four-time All-Star, 2001-2002 Black Champ, five-time All-NBA, four-time Defensive Player of the Year, two-time Rebounding Champ, 2004 NBA Champ, six-time All-Defensive Team, Hall of Famer out of Virginia Union.
5: Fellas who made him so good on defense. They say... You can pull and plug, you know, different guys and, and the team would still go that, that, that same way. Not when Ben Wallace, bro. You took, you take Ben Wallace off that team and try to plug somebody else in. I don't give a damn who it is. It don't move. That train don't move the same way. Mm-hmm. At, at that particular time where Detroit was, you know, dominant in the Eastern Conference for what about four or five, five years, maybe even six years. I might for be doing sure. some out, but. He was such a dominant force on the defense of Ben, bro. He was intimidating to some people. He was intimidating. You know, although Ben's probably 6'6, six, 6'7. Six, six, <laughs> right, but 6'6, six, 6'7. Six, 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 man, it, he, he was a he was a great rim protector. He wasn't going to allow anything, you know, easy at the basket. He controlling the boards, he setting mean screens and he going to yes. protect his teammates.
6: Ben was tough. It's only it's only one person that I really seen make Ben look like he wasn't supposed to be out there. And that was Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan was giving him the blues. Oh, I'm talking
5: yeah, about I the mean, blues. Yeah, we're talking about the greatest blues. power forward of all time. I know, man.
6: I know, yeah, right, hey, right, right. but hey, but hey,
5: but, but he, <laughs> he going, hey. He it's guard gonna shit. take somebody like Tim Duncan to do that to Ben Wallace. Right, yeah, as,
0: a, yeah, as, a, yeah. as, a, as a big man, as a big man, if you're a guard or a perimeter player, he don't want to shoot. He gonna do all the dirty work Get all the blocks all The rebounds it. And give you the ball And set screens Oh man come on I give you some I give you some donors to stay with me Like come on man You gonna make Yo, me he,
5: better
6: You make the team he better He got a Shaq one on one bro Bro think about it
5: He was a ben liability ability On the offensive end bro And they it's, still competed For oh, championships He's a lot of
0: fame. Yeah he's still a hall of fame That's crazy right.
6: That shows his impact
5: Shows his impact
6: any big man that can guard Shaq one-on-one for a whole on, series. Man. Deserve oh, you in the whole thing. Man, you deserve it, dog. Absolutely. And win? And win?
5: Yeah. The yeah.
6: chip, though. Not not the chip, though. Nah. Come on.
0: And guard a Shaq straight up, pretty much. That's Ultimate
5: Warrior, man. And come Definitely. on. Definitely. Are we going through... Seventy-five people right now. No, this is the last okay. one right
6: here. This last one, Max. I'm having fun with y'all, but I, I, yeah, fun. man. This is the last one, Mac. This is the last one. This is the last one, Max. Are we gonna finish up with Elton Brand? Three year peak, twenty-one uh, points per game, e. 10, ten rebounds per game, two blocks per game, just under seventeen k points, average eighteen and nine all of his first eight seasons. Two time All Star, 1999, 2000 All Rookie. Rookie of the Year, nineteen ninety nine, two thousand. Rookie of the Year and uh, All NBA 2005-06. Eb was a problem. Talk about Eb, right quick.
5: Eb is another cat with them big mittens, bro. Big hands, mm-hmm. big body. Just he just knew how to play the game, man. You know what I mean? He knew how to use his body to get his shot off, brute on the boards. Like he controlled the boards. Like he long arms. Like Eb was a problem. Like he, he was a twenty and ten dude. We ain't have many of those. He was he was in that class of a twenty and ten type guy. And he was doing it as a rookie. I came in
0: Chicago right after his rookie year and I remember the, the marketing department had a brand of soap and it said Elton brand like and it looked like it was tied and it said the brand you could depend on 20 and 10. He was getting 20 and 10 regardless. <laughs> the brand right. you could depend on 20 yes. and 10 regardless. He was a yes. in the book before the game. Yes,
5: now nah, he absolutely
0: was a problem. People have no idea. He became a monster as well when he went to the Clippers before injury. Uh, he was just a problem and somebody that's underappreciated and not talked about it enough.
5: No, nah, that's real. You go ahead. Before the game even start, go ahead and put it oh, down in 2010 is. in the books. For real. Absolutely. You that. Hey, well,
6: that, well, that's it, man. T-Mac, man, we appreciate you for coming on, man, for uh, working with us and giving your opinion on the Forgotten 75, man. I feel like you should have been in the top 75 play I played against, not just because you're my brother, because I know what you've done for the game and what no, you've done no, while you no, was sad. playing, dog. no, real
0: all his peers know he belonged in the 75. Yeah, T-Max, they know that, dog. T-Mac's one of the coldest to ever touch a basketball. Like we talked about the hang dribble, something he brought to the game, it will be felt for eternity because you can't be unguardable if you don't have the hang dribble. Besides that, Mac is an artist, and we're thankful for him, bro, because he's hes something different. I don't know if he knows how cold he truly is and was, and he knows, everything doing OBL OBLs is just as cold. So we excited about I OBL as well, Mac.
5: I just love the game, man. Work my ass off and, you know, it was God-given talent. I just, you know, put the work in to enhance that. So I appreciate the compliments, fellas. You already know. Yep,
6: and, and once again, welcome welcome to Showtime, family man, the OBL League. Welcome to Showtime, family man. We're looking, we looking to be a part of it. Going to be a great weekend in New York with the OBL League and also the uh, Javante Davis fight. So I'm looking forward to seeing you there, my boy.
5: Yes, sir, man. I see you all this weekend. Appreciate you, fellas. Yes, sir. Uh, T
6: Mac. Yes, there were so many guys that we wanted to have on the forgotten list for the 2000s, man. It's just we didn't have time to go through all of them. And a lot of guys that we want to show love to and give flowers to. Man, we appreciate y'all tuning in, man. Jamal, man, it's been a great day, bro. I love working with you. I don't know how I get through it because you make me laugh so much, bro. But you know what I'm saying? We give them what they want, don't we?
0: Hey, every time. We can't disappoint because you know we the piece, the
6: voice of the people. <laughs> Showtime and pride, baby. Yes, sir. Closing thoughts. Lakers head coach search. Uh, Jawan Howard declines the interview. We got Darvin Ham, Kenny Atkinson, Terry Stotts. Nope. Terry Stotts, Kenny Atkinson. Don't do it. Don't do it, Lakers. Don't do it. Darvin Ham, yeah, he he deserves opportunity. What you think about their coaching search, man? I think uh, by Jawan declining says a lot, but I know he want to stay with his son at Michigan. That makes sense. But these other guys they're talking about, mm, just a whole bunch of other names out there, bro. I don't know why they going back to the same recycled coaches. Yeah, my my
0: vote would be Darvin Ham. I think as a player – He's an OG in the league, somebody, LeBron, AD, and the rest of the crew wrestling those guys with respect. Uh, he's, he's a champion as an assistant. Uh, he's a champion, I believe, as a player with the Pistons. I think he just has uh, a lot to give, a lot to bring to the table. I think he brings fresh energy. And as you know, Jack, looking at Willie Green, you know, looking at Monty Williams, looking at T. Mm-hmm. Lou, seeing these players become coaches and the way players look at them – I think bodes well for the future. So if I'm them, I'm going D-ham. I'm going Darvin-ham. He gets my vote to be the Lakers' next head coach.
6: Yeah, I think I think that'll be good. And even Mark Jackson uh, deserves another opportunity, man. Absolutely. I just, absolutely. I, I don't even understand why they keep um, recycling these same coaches. Even with, you know, we're not even talking about them. Even with Charlotte, you know, they they, they trying to bring in. No, I
0: forget who they're going to say, Stack. Would you no. coach Charlotte? Let me ask you this. Would you coach Charlotte? I would. would you, I know you got ties with for- Charlotte. If you, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Would you coach Charlotte if they said Stack? We got a four year deal for you. Can you get us to the playoffs and beyond next year? Could you do it?
6: I'm gonna say I'm of course I'm gonna say yes. I'm not going to say no I couldn't do it.
0: But you're a champion, Jack. I think you could do it.
6: MJ, what's up? How's that stack? Hey, hey, hon- honestly, dude, I would I would love to coach there cuz I played there. You know what I mean? And right. so I I I believe in myself doing anything, but back to the Lakers, man, Zach Levine, uh free agent. Um what you think he going to do, Ma?
0: If I had to bet one way or another, I would say he just – not go back to Chicago. I think Zach is kind of worries that I haven't talked to him I have no inside information but just watching from afar I think he may have, you know, outgrown that situation a little bit. Yes, they had success. But I, I don't know. I, I just if I had to bet just watching it, I would say he does not go back to Chicago.
6: That a lot of people thinking that, man. But two things, Lakers, Darvin Ham is a good a good option. Uh even Mark Jackson, Charlotte, don't hide Dan phony. Please don't hide Mike Dan phony goes he's the worst thing you'll ever do you see what he's done everywhere else nothing but Zach uh, well do I want to see him on the Lakers or do I want to see him somewhere else with, with with a with a with a bigger role
0: what you want to see Jack I mean he's electrified he's young he's right in the middle of the prime of his career what do you want to see
6: I think I want to see him with other stars
0: mm that's a good point.
6: I would I love to, to see th- him with other stars. I don't want to see him with a, with a big role where he got to carry a team. I don't I don't think – even though I think he could, I think with other stars you'll get more out of him.
0: That makes sense. He's electrifying. Obviously, people are still learning about him. They learned about him with the Olympics. They learned about him in the playoffs this year. He was a little banged up, obviously. But I, I'm with you. I would love to see him uh, with, with more stars than just one. No disrespect to Devo DeRozan. He was unbelievable in the MVP conversation. But I would mm-hmm. like to see him with, with – some younger stars, and a few of them to kind of pair together.
6: What's Branding is available every week at Showtime Basketball YouTube, and you can catch us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at Show Basketball. Peace.
7: Right Rug Flooring.